Good morning, good afternoon. It's Friday, October 21, 2022. It is a blessed day as we shift into Scorpio energy. It's happening. Um, the universe is moving and starting this weekend. Things are gonna shift around a lot. And today, the moon, still in Virgo, is helping us to get organized with all the little details we may need to get things done. As we head into the colder winter months, um, the moon's in Virgo, encouraging our desire to help sort and analyze and organize, right? This transit draws out our desire to heal and to fix, according to CafeAstrology.com. So Friday is a beautiful day. It's good energy here today. It is the Ace of Club, a semi-fixed card with its twin, the Two of Hearts. So, and we're still in Libra season. It's the last, last two days of Libra season. So today the Sun and Venus, all in Libra, is helping us to really learn to love others and know that we need others. Now this is a air sign, cardinal air sign, we're getting ready to leave this energy. Although we have spent a lot of time here this past month learning how to love others and knowing that we need others, um, it's also a time when we didn't really go deeply into ourselves. We were more concerned with having peace and getting along with others. And that's a great thing. We need that, right? We need diplomacy. But we didn't really get deeply into things. And Mercury was kind of asleep and then woke up. And then Pluto was kind of asleep and woke up. So Pluto really began this process of digging deeply into ourselves. And as you can see, since Pluto, since Pluto's been awake, all kinds of solid institutions that we count on are starting to have to shed their skin of the way they um, run politics. Politics is a big one right now, right? So that's happening. And a lot of stuff's gonna happen to people now as Scorpio starts to move, everything that they tried to hide from will now be glaringly obvious, right? Because this is Pluto's time. When Pluto's entering, my hair won't do it. Oh, goodness. Um, so, the big deal is that this weekend, um, tomorrow, especially on the 22nd of October, Mercury's going to have a spat with Uranus in the morning, and we're going to have a difficult time understanding and relating to others. And then Mercury's going to have a nice meeting with Saturn that's going to help us to ground and center our thoughts and communication. So basically tomorrow is a day of saying things and not knowing what you're saying and blurting things out. And then later on, you're gonna feel a little bit remorse and then, and then realize Saturn's here to say, hey, calm down. You don't need to talk that way. So it's a good time for systematic thinking and a step-by-step -step approach to task and problems. This transit is for work with details, we're cautious. So that's when Saturn comes and says hi to Mercury. And Saturn is also getting ready to wake up, which we'll talk about in a minute. Because Saturn's getting ready to wake up, you're gonna feel the restriction of Saturn quite a lot on Saturday night as it starts to wake up. And when it goes to meet with Mercury before it completely wakes up, you're gonna start to feel it a lot. 
<clears throat> it says conversations may be spare, but instructive. So imagine tomorrow your coaches are really going to be right on you if you don't do the right things. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the moon moves into Libra at 1.18 tomorrow during the day. So the moon's going to go from Virgo, hardworking, systematic Virgo, to um, crowd-pleasing Libra. All right? So when I say crowd-pleasing, I mean it's all surface. Air signs are about surface. Air signs will usually only marry someone that's attractive. Air signs want everything to look good, their house, their car. So you can tell an air sign by the way they dress, the way they want to always look good in public. And also, a lot of it's a facade. So that's what happens with air signs sometimes. They live behind a facade of love and glitz and glam. And a lot of it's not true, which is happening with the Kardashians where Kanye is now just attacking Kim outright. And it's kind of like, we don't really want to see it happening, right? Like keep it behind your doors, right? And that's where Scorpio's going to come in. Scorpio's going to come in and check all that energy. And they're like, you know, keep keep your private life private because that's what Scorpions are about, being private. So if you have a strong Pluto like I do, you learn to keep a lot of stuff private because people are so nosy and they only want to use it against you most of the time. That's how, that's how it happens a lot of times when people are doing things like that. You know, they want to know things about you and you feel comfortable sharing, especially during Libra season. You're like, oh yeah, what are you doing for vacation? You know, and they ask you and you're like, oh great, someone wants to share. So you share what you're doing, but they never share what they're doing. They only want to know what you're doing so that they can do it better or whatever it is is on their agenda. I don't know. I just know that that's happened to me a lot. So now I've learned if someone asked me something, I kind of say, I don't know, what are you doing? <clears throat> So the big deal is on the 23rd, on Sunday, get ready. On Sunday, Saturn wakes up in Aquarius. Aquarius rules groups of people, technology, astrology. So when Saturn wakes up here, it's going to check people that claim to be able to do things with astrology, like heal, tell the future, um counsel you um, for pay, for money, that's going to be checked. Um, and if you've got anything in your computers or communication that isn't up to par with Saturn, that will get checked, especially since he's checking Mercury on Saturday. So by Sunday, he's now awake, he's going to be checking everyone, and especially in Aquarius where everybody communicates in groups, hive, the hive mind, right? As you can see, Elon Musk is getting ready to get checked. You're going to buy Twitter or you're going to get sued for the amount anyways, no matter what your excuses are, right? So that's number one. Saturn wakes up in Aquarius. Number two, Venus enters Scorpio. So we're going to go from having this air cardinal sign in Venus where we want everything to be luxurious and comfortable and we want to eat all the good foods, drink all the good wine. Now we're going to Scorpio with Venus where now our finances and our love life and the way we appreciate things are going to shift from 
a facade of looking good to actual quality of looking good. So instead of buying a piece of oak furniture that is um, not real wood, it's only, it's hollow, let's say, or it's, or it's uh, oak fragments, you know, uh, not real wood, but wood compressed together. Things like that, you're gonna wanna go for the real oak, the real solid oak. So that's the difference between Libra and Scorpio. Libra wants it to look nice, they want the quality, but are they willing to pay for it like a Scorpio would? And they would only want one piece of Scorpio, whereas a Libra might want five pieces. And there's nothing wrong with either one. It's just the way their perception of quality is because one's an air sign and one is a water sign. So we're gonna get into their emotional realm. Venus is gonna be awfully, awesomely emotional compared to Venus and Libra. Venus and Scorpio is going to want um, deep passion, deep sex, um, lots of truth, only the truth because they can see through your lies. So they're gonna want the truth. And um, the President of the United States is this sign. Um, they have the power to stay and maintain what is thereafter for years and years because Pluto has nuclear power. Um, and you know what nuclear power is like. Um, and also the sun is going into Scorpio. So Saturn direct is a time of us to really wake up and see our fellow man for what they are, good or bad. <clears throat> Venus and Scorpio is deeply passionate. We seek or gravitate to absorbing, deeply engaging dramatic pleasures, activities, projects, and art. Things are profound that are profound, disturbing, mysterious, or unusual is very appealing now. And you can have fears of being too vulnerable and giving up and of giving up our own power to others. We can be very sensitive and passionate, but when upset, we might shut others out completely. Scorpio is an all or nothing energy, and relationships tend to be somewhat of a roller coaster ride. Disdain for mediocrity and superficiality can compel us to create crisis to feel alive and vital. So. It's a good time for finances, though, because you can work with other people, you can help them, you can support them, you can see things far in advance. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of planetary activity here as Venus heads into Scorpio. And then the sun is also heading Scorpio. And when you are a Scorpion sun, your guiding principle is I desire. And with that comes everything that you can think of, I desire, right? Scorpio is the sign of depth, intimacy, extremes of feeling. Superficiality simply will not do. They want to get to the bottom, okay? Um, you're going to prosper here through strategy and knowing the value of keeping some things to ourselves at the right times. Efforts to repurpose, recycle, salvage, and transform can be successful, which is what we need right now with the hurricane mess, right? We need to transform, salvage, right? 
But this energy is very provocative in a quiet way. And so it can be healing, um, except for jealousy, vindictiveness, beating a dead horse, and manipulative are some of the more negative expressions of Scorpio. Beating a dead horse. That's an awful imagery, right? But you get the idea. And they use that awful imagery to let you understand what a Scorpio energy is. When I think of Scorpio energy, I think of a nuclear bomb. Um, you have all this power. You see the power. You understand how to use it for good as energy or for bad, destroying others. So that's what's inside of a Scorpio, that power that they have to wrestle with. Do I destroy? Do I build? And they go hand in hand. Can't escape one without the other. If you want to build something, you have first to destroy something down, right? Unless you're adding on. If you're adding on, that's not the same as destroying and redoing, right? Repurposing, right? Now, you can salvage, uh, meaning you're salvaging something that was destroyed and making it better, right? And so, a lot of times, Scorpio energy is really good for finding um, lost treasure, um, and so like Titanic is one of Scorpion's favorite movies. And a lot of people are like, how could you like that movie? Jack dies at the end. And to a Scorpion, death isn't the end. Death is regenerative, transformative, to be risen again out of the Phoenix's fire. Scorpios can be three things according to Linda Goodman, who's a astounding astrologist uh, from the early 1900s. She really brought astrology into the mainstream. According to her, Scorpios can have three things. They can be the gray lizard that hides in the desert and doesn't come out and fight. Doesn't use its energy correctly. It uses energy to destroy itself. Then there's the phoenix rising out of the fire after transformation. And then there is the eagle. The eagle is the symbolic bird for a Scorpio in terms of it mates for life. It's a carnivore. It doesn't distinguish between um, someone, something trying to hurt it and it hurting someone else. It is a cycle of life to an eagle. If you ever watch eagles fight, they go up to the sky and attack each other. Two male eagles would attack each other, most likely for a female eagle to mate for life with. Or if the other eagle is trying to encroach, encroach on its territory, they'll go up and they'll run into each other and circle around and peck at each other. They fall to the ground and whoever survives wins. So that's a scorpion. Um... I have a lot of Scorpio in my life, um, and it's a part of my life. It's a part of my spread. Um, so it, it is a powerful card, and I try to use the energy now that I'm older um, to really help others reach the depths of their being.
Um, I try to help them understand that through your energy, everything is created. It's not just happening to you. You can, and really blaming other people for what's happened in your life is a Scorpio no-no. So that's one of the things you must learn, especially if you're one of my children, which is, you know, you have the power within yourself to become somebody. It's up to you to take it and transform it how you want it to be, um, how you want the world to remember you. It's up to you. And blaming other people um, that have more power than you, a lot of times is what happens to Scorpio. They're gonna run up against a powerful coach that stops them from playing. Run against a powerful teacher that will not give them a good grade. Uh, run up against a boss someday that you feel that energy that there's negativity from them. You have to leave that area, right? Um, so these are little things you teach your kids when they're young is how to deal with power, your power and other people's power and how you deal with people that abuse their power. Um, and that happens a lot in the world. You just don't know it, right? And so... Scorpio energy is coming in and it's going to wake up and it's and it's going to wake everyone up and it's going to say, uh, you're misusing your power. I'm going to have to do something about that. And as you see, that's already happening in England with the prime minister stepping down after, what, barely a month and 40 days in office or something like that. And it's not a, it's not a mistake. She's a woman and they're pushing her out. That's another thing people don't understand about the power here that's being welded. It's gonna be masculine power. Mars and Pluto rule Scorpio. The only way to fight masculine power, it's one of those things, you can't beat it, join it. So you gotta join it and you gotta figure out how to manipulate that power for your good. And a lot of it all has to do with inner confidence, which is what a Scorpio is trying to be its whole life is that inner confidence. Um, because it has enough power that their power, a lot of times, can hurt them. They end up hurting themselves. And that's what the gray lizard is. They hurt themselves, they hide away, and they die a death of um, nothing. Um, they're not reaching for their potential, so. There's all kinds of things happening in Scorpio season, and I would I would behoove you to understand that on the 25th, there's a new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio, and that's on Tuesday. So Monday, we'll be preparing for that uh, with the moon in Libra. So the moon's in Libra as the sun and Venus move out of Libra. So the moon's going to hold a little bit of that uh, nice, moderate, energy, detach energy for our emotions as everything else gets in deeply into our emotions. But the moon will then also be moving into Scorpio and it becomes a new moon exact on Tuesday. And when that happens, everything is like churning, churning, churning as Mars starts to go to sleep in about a week. And then Mercury also is gonna move in here. So now our thinking, our communication is going to be like a scorpion, okay? 
So the whole problem with it is that Mars is going to sleep in November 1st, it'll be asleep and we'll still be in Scorpio season. So the power of Scorpio napping its Mars should help us slow down with aggressive energy. Maybe possibly war will slow down and maybe it'll end. But Pluto's wide awake, still ruling Scorpio. So Pluto is three times more powerful than Mars, maybe 10 times more. So this is why astrologists believe that there could be a World War III because even though it appears that people don't really want to go out and fight, if anything happened in January 6th, was that we saw there are people out there that want to do it. Um, and they will step out of their screen and go and commit these crimes. So Scorpio season's also going to open our eyes up and say, oh, Maybe we should be supporting our democracy right now above everything else. Everything else. Finances, economics, culture wars, everything. The only thing we should be focusing on as October comes and heads into November is our democracy. Because if anything, Scorpio represents that. The power that we have within ourselves to manifest our own destiny. Not the manifest destiny of England back then, but our own manifest destiny as a world of peace and cooperation and healing the earth together, healing our children together, healing ourselves. Come back together and realize we are at the point where we can self-destruct be a gray lizard. Do we want that or do we want to transform and become a better society as we move on into the future? So these are the things that are up for transformation. So 25th, the new moon, where you plant seeds of peace and kindness and change the world. Then the 28th, Jupiter moves back into Pisces. And then Mercury goes into Scorpio. So now Mercury and Jupiter are going to be in sync because they're both water signs. Pisces and Scorpio love each other. They are like two peas in a pot. So we're gonna have Jupiter and Pisces, Mercury and Scorpio, and they're gonna get together and they're definitely gonna be talking. Jupiter is in Pisces, meaning we're all about love, but it's also gonna enhance that that, you know, rose-colored glasses where you can't see everything because Neptune is all about fog and mysterious, right? So, so we're going to end up this month with a huge... So we'll see how it goes, right? It's really good for business for most of us, especially um, Scorpios and Taurus. And then since the sun and moon are involved, uh, Leos, Aquarius... Um, and then the moon, the, the eclipse for the moon will be in November. And that time will be good for Cancers and Capricorns. So all these signs are personal signs. Sun, ego, moon, personal emotions, Capricorn, institutions, Aquarius, people, groups, 
humanity, Pisces, the last sign, the Pisces, the healer, the guide, the spirit guide, the healer. What's going to happen? So really, these are great days for manifesting. Um, all these are asking you to ask for something new. And today's the Ace of Club, ruled by its Venus card, the Ten of Spade. The Ten of Spade is a rare card. So is the Ace of Club. These are rare people. And they're here for a purpose. Ace is looking for the perfect love as a Libra. And then the Ten of Spade, whose karma card is the Four of Heart, is working hard to have that family. So one is searching for them, their love and one is searching for the home. And you'll be amazed who's born here today. And it's successful cards. These are successful people. These cards have a lot, a lot of good karma. <clears throat> Blanca Suarez, 33 movie actress. Larissa Toronco, 28 TV actress. I happen to have a soft spot for Ten of Spades as my Venus card. And I remember growing up that I love Fair Fawcett. And turns out she's a Ten of Spades. So that's the thing about Ten of Spades. They can work so hard, they can get sick. And they can do things that make themselves sick. Sick. Mona Lisa Bezwaz, 39 movie actress. Sarah Rayson, 17 TV actress. Andrew Scott, 45 movie actor. Truly talented. Um, Ashley Lau, 20 TV actress. Beautiful. Um, Aaron Tivet, 38 stage actor. I've seen him on TV too. Natalie Holloway. She's the young lady that went missing down in the Caribbean and that rich, rich guy from, I believe, Denmark murdered her and lied about it and got away with it because he was so rich. He was a diplomat. So God bless her. She's looking for a perfect love. She's very, she went down there with the church group. So very spiritual and went off the wrong path going out with that, being with that guy. Glenn Powell, 33, TV actor. George Stinney, 1929 and 1944, executed as a 14-year-old after being convicted of murdering a pair of white girls. Second, seven decades after the execution, the conviction was overturned on the grounds that his Sixth Amendment rights had been violated because he had no lawyer. He was 14. He lived in South Carolina. So that makes me want to cry. And the movie about uh, Till, Emmett Till is coming out too. And I'm going to have tons of tissues watching that. And it's just needed. It's needed to, to cry. You just have to cry. Cody Jones, 32 movie actor. Hmm. A lot of people here. Judge Judy, 79, happy birthday. Amber Rose, 38, model. Carrie Fisher, 1956, 2016, movie actress. Princess Leia, God bless her. Kane Brown, 28, country singer. Doja Cat, 26, rapper, singer, sex symbol. Kim Kardashian, 41, what is she known as? Reality star. Beginning with her sex tape. Libra is about sex. It's an air sign. It's a leader of love. 
And she's saying, hey, you gotta have sex to really be in love with each other. And she's right. And she got famous for it. Why? Why did she get famous for that? Whereas other people's careers get dumped on the ground. It's because she's a Libra. And she doesn't care what you think. She's an air sign. Just remember that about air signs. They don't care what you think. And they, all they want to do is care about how good they look. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. As long as you're a nice person. And she is a nice person. She had a Pisces moon. But again, the Pisces moon can fog things up. Like Kanye being the father of your children. I mean, she might be thinking about that right now. With all the things Kanye's been saying, right? It's just been crazy. So over the weekend, we're going to go... Ace of Club is the last card of the club. Now we're going to go into the King of Hearts, Six of Hearts tomorrow. Still Libra Day. 23rd, we're going to go into the Queen of Hearts, ruled by the King of Spade and the Five of Club. So this queen here has a lot of power, but she a lot of times doesn't know what to do with it. And so the King of Spade here will help her, um, help her be clear about what she's here to do. And she has the Five of Club millionaire card. I wouldn't be surprised people born to, on the 23rd are super rich. And that's a big day, as I told you. A lot of things are happening on the 23rd. The 24th is the Jack of Heart, ruled by... Okay, so these are their Mars card and their Pluto card they're ruled by, right? The Queen's ruled by its Mars card, the King of Spade, Pluto card, Five of Club. Sunday, Jack of Club. Two of Hearts and the Two of Diamond, which is my card. So the Jack of Hearts is huge in my spread. It's a card of sacrifice for younger people. So if you have the Jack of Heart, you're going to be a parent because you're going to want kids because that's what the Jack of Heart represents. And then the 25th is a Ten of Heart, Mars card, Ace of Heart, Pluto card, Three of Spades, and that's the day of the Eclipse. The Ten of Heart, again, is speaking about groups of people, like your family and audience. Um, and you're going to be wanting not to be around groups so much because it's difficult. They, they're going to, you know, like Michael Jackson was a Ten of Heart. That's all you got to know what the public was like for him, right? And then we're going to hit again the Ace of Heart, which we have the Ace of Club today. And so whenever aces are around, it's about learning how to love yourself. It's the initial love, the ace of the heart, the love of yourself. When you sit here or have this card around, you must learn to love yourself. Or you're going to go through so much heartache thinking other people can give you what you need. And then the three of spades and Pluto is saying that you're going to have to, from doing two things at one time, you'll be successful. But also doing two things a lot of times can cause illness if you're not careful, right? Because you don't know when to stop and rest. So these are things that open up Scorpio season is this love of um, all this energy and all these things you want to do can destroy you. If you work too hard, that Pluto card will kick your butt and say, pay attention to your body, pay attention to your inner world. Uh, because too much work doesn't help anybody, right? So I went back Tuesday, Eclipse time, and talk to you more. Peace, and I'll see you November. Wait, no, it's not November, it's still October, but it's Eclipse Scorpio season. See you Scorpio season. Peace. I appreciate you.